Welcome to Tiny Tangents, where I'll be inviting some friends around to have some big conversations with little old me. They might come with something or nothing to talk about, but we'll end up chatting about anything and everything. I can't guarantee we'll stay on topic. In fact, the only promise I can make is we almost definitely won't. My whole life, both professionally and personally, has been a series of tiny tangents. I seem to change direction as often as my socks. I've been told that sometimes it's hard to keep up with what I'm doing now or next. Can you imagine what it's like from the inside? Each year, month, day, hour and even minute is also made up of even tinier tangents. My adult brain takes me on unexpected adventures on a daily basis. Sometimes I make a giant leap from one subject to another, but in my mind there's been a train of thought that's connected a load of dots and then skyrocketed to another planet. So I should probably include a few disclaimers about what this is and what it isn't about, or what you can expect if you're after a slick production that's consistently funny and or thought-provoking, then this might not be the droid you're looking for. So I've already made some terrible geeky jokes, but I haven't actually told you who I am or why I'm making this. My name is Sana, I'm a 40-something woman who is still not entirely sure what she's doing in general, never mind why she's making a podcast or why you'd want to listen to it, so it's totally up to you if you want to stick it out to the end. In all honesty, I've no real clue what this might develop into, if it does at all. It might never make it past the first pilot episode because this is all I need to produce to pass the course that I'm on right now and it wouldn't be the first course I've started and not finished or carried on with afterwards. I didn't even realise what I'd actually signed up for. I thought it was just a continuation of a creative writing course that I did last year with writing on the wall, which I'd only applied for because I was suffering from a bad case of writer's block. I couldn't seem to write anything down, whether it would be a simple daily to-do list to trying to articulate bigger ideas and life plans. And even though I'm still struggling with those, during that course, it definitely unblocked something though. We opened the floodgates and a deluge of thoughts and stories and long forgotten memories came pouring out onto the page. Sometimes I couldn't stop them, and often they flowed out as fully formed poems and pieces of prose. And some of them weren't half bad. I mean, some of them were downright awful, but some of them rambled on forever and ever and took so many twists and turns that even I got dizzy reading them back. Never mind my poor mentor, who had to sit through them and try and make sense of them and pan for any gold hidden within the pages. But that was last year, and so back to now, and my current mentor, who will be listening to this right now, to me waffling on and having to work out where I'm going with this, and what, if any, is worth keeping or needs cutting from the final edit. So with that in mind, I should probably get back on track, although I've already lost my train of thought. My life so far has been a series of tiny tangents in terms of my eclectic career, but even before that in my choices of education. From blagging my way through my GCSEs, but knowing that A-levels would be a whole different kettle of fish, so going off to do a BTEC in college miles from home and with none of my school friends, and then doing not one but two art foundation courses over the next three years while I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do at university, and then finally going to do a degree in shoes and bag design, but then my first job after graduating working on Pingu, helping bring the little plasticine penguin back to the small screen. And that's just the start of my meandering career path I've been on since then. And although there are times that I've wished that I'd stuck to one thing and possibly mastered it by now, I regret nothing and I'm glad to be a jack of all trades, especially as I've had some pretty cool adventures along the way. I've been lucky enough to have met and worked with an amazing bunch of talented folk over the last few decades, most of whom I'm proud to call friends. So that finally brings me round to at least one thing I'm hoping for with this podcast going forward is to invite some really interesting guests and have some fascinating chats with them that I hope will inspire you and me with some of the exciting projects they've been working on. However, I have to admit that even though I'm still loosely in touch with them via the power of social media, 
might not have actually spoken to them in a while, in some cases a very long time. So when I do reach out to them, they might well turn around and tell me to fuck off. Sorry, I probably should have included in the disclaimers that there'd be most likely some swearing. I'm amazed I've managed to get this far already without cussing actually, or that I've noticed. I swear like a trooper and I make no apologies for it. If it offends you, then I'm sorry for your gentle sensibilities, but also get a fucking life. If Stephen Fry says that swearing is a sign of intelligence, then that's good enough for me. Anyway, so if they don't ignore my calls or tell me to fuck off, and they agree to come on for a chat, then you should be in for a treat. Some of them might have something to show and tell, like the current project, or they might have nothing in particular to promote, but have a rare moment of downtime. But in all likelihood, we'll probably talk about anything and everything, and reminisce about the stupid shit we used to get up to back in the day. Hopefully there won't be too many embarrassing tales, although there are enough of them out there. Chances are some might slip out. There used to be a lot of drinking done after work, especially in the animation world. They're notoriously big drinkers. I guess that's what happens when you spend too many hours per day playing with toys in darkened rooms. Very expensive toys at that. They've been painstakingly made by hand by equally talented people in better lit rooms. Anyway, I digress once again, and as I doubt I will be able to get enough guests to fill up every episode, all hypothetical at this point, so I guess for some of the episodes you might just get me chatting a bit too openly and honestly about my ADHD, which you might have guessed from my story so far I have in abundance. Even though I didn't get diagnosed well into my 20s and after a few of my career changes already, and how that has played a part in my choices both before and after I knew about it. It's still a very misunderstood and underdiagnosed condition, especially in women and girls, and it's still changing at various life stages. But I don't want to start with all the many different ways it affects me, apart from to stay on the subject of friendships, as I'm starting to realise how it has impacted my ability to stay in touch with friends, colleagues and even family. I often find it easy to make new friends, and I like the old saying, but a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. And a lot of my relationships have sprouted from a chance encounter, as if I'm in a sociable mood, I will pretty much talk to anyone. Yes, I am that nutter at the bus stop or in the ladies' loo. And I can often instantly click with certain people. Although on the flip side of that, I sometimes really struggle to connect with others if they don't seem to get me or I don't get them. I'm really bad at pushing on with awkward conversations and don't know what to do, so normally just run away quickly. I'm also terrible at maintaining friendships, due in part to my ADHD affecting certain things. I find it hard to stay in regular contact via email, text or phone, and my concept of time is very fluid, so I will either see the same person several times in a week, but then not again for months or even years without even realising. And even though I sometimes have a really good memory for something, it also has massive holes, so I might not remember your birthday or your kids or your pet's names, but I might still be able to recall your childhood landline number. If I knew you back then, obviously, otherwise that would be really weird. And I might not always remember if I said I might do something, send you something, or ring you back, or reply to an email. I sometimes remember months later, if at all, but then either forget again, or I feel like it's gone past that point. But equally, because I do it, I always will forgive and or forget if you've also done the same to me, so there's no hard feelings. And it's not exactly a case of out of sight, out of mind. As I will often think of someone and wonder how they're doing, where or what they're up to nowadays. But normally it'll have been so long since we last spoke that I then feel I need a particular reason to get in touch with them. Especially if I think their work or home life is pretty busy. Although that does unfortunately mean that the only time I do contact them is when I have news to tell, some exciting info to pass on or I want to ask them about something. 
which since reading a meme about those people who only get in touch when they need something, I am now also super paranoid about being seen as that kind of person. So I'd like to say to anyone who knows me, or doesn't yet, that I really hope you don't think that way of me, but you realise my radio silence is normally unintentional, and I hope that you're pleased when I randomly reappear out the blue. However, I totally understand if that's not the case, and you're never under any obligation to answer the call, reply whenever it suits you, if at all, and there is definitely no expectation that you might want to be a guest on this. However, if by some slim chance you do, or you just fancy a private catch-up, I would be glad of any excuse to reconnect with you, however recently or long ago we last spoke, and most likely we'll pick up where we left off and chat as though no time has passed at all. So I guess in a roundabout kind of way, that was a not very brief introduction about what I'm hoping to achieve with this podcast, if it makes it past this first episode. That is if I think of anything interesting to talk about, or get any guests to take up my offer, and if anyone actually wants to listen to it, although in a way it would be easier to imagine that nobody's listening and that I'm just waffling onto myself as usual. Well, if any of that happens, then this might become yet another series of tiny tangents in my haphazard existence I call life. Mm-hmm.